Good morning, coffee lovers. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning coffee with Vince Taglavia. I'm your host, Vince Taglavia. This is where we meet in the morning time to discuss the news and events of the world and enjoy our coffees before we start our days, maybe midday, maybe evening where you are. But thank you for tuning in wherever you are in the world. This is just kind of the show to get us going. And of course, tune in the even tune in in the evening time to the daily dose at 5 p.m. Pacific time tonight. It's early on Tuesdays, hosted by Josh Reed to review the unfolding global conspiracy further. Join him in connecting the dots and uh analyzing all of these moving chess pieces. So that'll be tonight at 5 p.m. Typically it's at 5:30 p.m. But see you all there tonight. Today we have a very special guest from the Patriot Party podcast, Freedom Gardens and True Spiracy podcasts. It's V Lynn from uh, Mick and V Lynn's podcast over there on D Live. You might catch it on Pilled or anywhere else. And we restream them here. Make sure you give them a follow over there on Twitter and Truth Social and all of that. We have V Lynn here. We're going to discuss what she's up to and maybe get into a little bit of news and stuff. But she has a wonderful garden venture going on. Congratulations on your uh, Electro Freedom venture. Velen, how you doing this morning? Thank you for joining me. Oh crap, no audio. Oh, there, that's better. I had to there turn the go. mute button off. So, Good thanks morning, for having me. I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. It's nice to have a guest. Usually I don't have very many guests on here, but I think I'm going to start open up, opening up the floodgates. I got another person on the back burner, but it's so good. You're kind of the first one, aside from Roxy, who will join me sometimes to talk crap and laugh at this wonderland that we find ourselves in on Fridays. We do our little lighthearted show. I know you guys do a very good job of finding the humor and somehow making it through this hellscape. Uh, so I appreciate your guys' shows, all of them, every day. And uh, so, it is it me. is a hellscape, it, honestly. But but I have to say, you know, I just started doing a new show on our channels called The Good yes. Book every morning um, at eight thirty Eastern. Where I just I read the Bible for thirty minutes, starting from the beginning, because I hadn't read the Bible cool. since I was in college and for a comparative religions class, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a whole different perspective on it now. And maybe because I didn't go to church so much and I didn't constantly having people tell me like, this is what this means. And this is what you're supposed to be able to believe about this. Like, yeah, I'm going into it with kind of fresh open eyes and I've been doing it for, this is only the second week, but I tell you, if my day, if it, if in the morning, like, cause the show's at eight 30, but my day starts two and a half to three hours before then. So if those two and a half to three hours, like everything goes wrong, like it's just a snowball effect, you know, the dog gets loose and the whatever, the neighbor's yelling at me about the chickens, whatever it is. Yeah. I know I'm going to go sit down and read the Bible for 30 minutes and it doesn't like none of that bothers me. And then after I do, mm. the whole rest of the day is just is amazing. So that's fantastic. It's, it's like, it's changed my whole life in a week and a half. It's, I love it. It's a so. good part of a routine and i could see there's i could see that it could be kind of a a solitude a moment of solitude and peace and just like tuning everything else out so uh congratulations on that yeah it's uh, a, a lot good of fun book uh wherever you can watch the patriot party podcast a good place to find this by the way newly launched website electrofreedom.com mm-hmm Check it out. I have it pulled up here. Let's look at this. This is so cool. And I'm super excited for you. And I'm going to keep obviously expanding it. I literally, I had this idea. Oh, two weeks ago. I guess it was three weeks today. It's three weeks today. And Mm -hmm. like, I, I just, I rolled with it and, um, started going and, and uh, two, three years ago, there's no way I could have launched a business in two weeks. Like, not possible. <laughs> you are really running, and I appreciate that. As somebody who also doesn't get much sleep and just has way too much to do and stays busy, I respect the hustle. And if you guys go to electrofreedom.com and scroll all the way to the bottom, you can find here 
watch the Patriot Party podcasts and all the other programs as well, okay? Just follow this link. Is that a good place, Vilan? Yeah, that goes uh, to our Rumble channel. All right, fantastic. you know, everything but, stays on Rumble. So uh, as for now, anyway, who knows in the future? Yeah, but also, you guys, if you're on Pilled or anywhere mm-hmm. else, find them and follow them and watch their shows. Um, yep. Tune into the Morning Bible Read if, if you want and enjoy that as well. I, I, I love it. I love it. Uh, the middle one there is uh, the link to our the Patriot Party Pod website where we have all of our affiliates and merchandise fantastic. and all the shows, everything, you know, all that. Um, some of our affiliates are are awesome, awesome. Yeah, and some of your products are awesome. Tell me a little bit about this uh, Freedom Gardens Electroculture, electrofreedom.com uh, venture here. So are you, well, I mean, I know you're a little familiar with electroculture. We spoke about it um, a bit and uh, yeah. and I appreciate some of your research because I've been kind of integrating that s- into my presentation. Good. I need um, to send it over to you still. I have, I have issues with my computer. I understand. Talk that. about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand that. Um, but it's like, we think we got this awesome high speed, fancy new computer and oh, yeah. we thought we're like, yay. Um, and our audience was like, you mean you're not going to have tech problems anymore? Like we're not going to know what to do. And <laughs> no, we still have tech problems because we're, you know, Gen X. So whatever, like I, technology well, hates me and the, the feeling is returned. So it's, it's not it's easy. All good, though. But, um, Electroculture is antiquitech. It's ancient technology. Before there were computers and chemical fertilizers and, you know, pesticides and Roundup and glyphosate and all that crap. Um, and, I mean, it's literally been around for millennia. Um, the Germans rediscovered it in World War II in their occult research. And, uh, and then, of course, it fell out of popularity immediately after World War II because the political climate didn't really lend favor to anything <laughs> that they had discovered, even though they actually discovered some really, really cool things. But no, all of that stuff is just anthema. Although it may come back now, now that, uh, you know, now that the Nazis are back in favor because they fought <laughs> oh, the Russians God. and the Russians are the bad guys. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Lord. We can get into that later. But yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, it gained a little resurgence. Um, you know, like I said, it was, it was pretty popular in the thirties and forties in Germany because they were really on a push to be completely self-sustaining, grow their own food. Um, there's anyway. So, uh, then it, as you told me, it get, you found some information about an NGO that was promoting it in the seventies because they were saying that if you, at the par- at the population growth at that time, what was it? 40% of America would have to grow their own food in order to sustain that, that growth. Yeah. Something like that. They're like, oh, otherwise you're all going to die. And yeah, I was like, much. Oh my God. It yeah, was really and, then, and then the eighties and the nineties where no one grew their own food. They were just all about chasing, you know, keeping up with the Joneses and chasing the, the dollar and lots and lots of dollars and lots of Coke and lots of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and even in the two thousands, but now in the absolute shit that we're in, I mean, you can't afford to go to the store, the grocery store. It, so many people are forced with the choice of putting food on the table or paying their bills or, you know, putting gas in the car or going to the grocery store. Yeah. I mean, you know, what, what do you do? And even if um, you can afford to eat organic at the grocery store, do you trust it? Do you trust anything no, at the grocery store anymore? I don't. And it's one of the biggest struggles I have. Yeah. I eat very healthy. I eat, protein and vegetables pretty much you know 99% and i don't trust even the stuff that i buy and i try really hard to get good stuff um but once in a while it's like okay you know my guy doesn't have eggs i need to go buy these $9 eggs from the store and yeah they're organic or whatever they're free range no they're not they're garbage no, they're not. okay <laughs> it's not what they're saying unless they're you're 90 getting- days old they're over processed they're free range means that they get to go out in a hundred you know square feet with a thousand other chickens for 20 minutes a day or or they even have it to where if the chickens can put their head outside the coop they're like oh that's perfect they're healthy they're better no they're feeding it garbage all the stuff you want what do they want you want um pasture 
what are they pasture raised organic mm -hmm. is basically what you want and you want to make sure they're not feeding them garbage food you, so you want to find someone with backyard chickens nearby yeah. that's that eats healthy and feeds them their kitchen scraps and lets them run around their backyard that's who you want to get eggs from but you know what i'd rather be completely broke and buy a new load of soil and fertilizer and work my ass off to grow stuff to get mm -hmm. a little bit of scraps than to rely on poison food i'd rather well, pretty much go without then oh yeah not. um you know my kid uh i sent the kids to my mom's over the weekend to do manual labor because you know since they got rid of slavery that's like the whole reason to have children you know for your soul <laughs> have kids <laughs> <laughs> do yard work so hey anyway <laughs> no that's good but uh, so i sent i sent the kids to my mom she pays them she pays them better than i do but my little one was complaining and he was like <laughs> Man, I was like, what are you talking about? Grandma has has like grandma has food over there. She's got a lot more food than we do. Mm. And uh and she he goes, Yeah, but it's not good food. Like she didn't grow it. Oh it's in a box or a bag. Like, oh, oh. I don't want to eat that. Dude, my kid is wow. so bougie now for yeah. good food. <laughs> well, that's a good rule of thumb. If it's in a box in a bag, be careful, folks. Yeah. And I mean, it's really hard. And I'm really focused on this health thing. Personally, I'm trying to get into phenomenal shape over the next few months and just working out, eating well and all this stuff. And gardening fits perfectly into that. And I need to start electro electro culture in you my do. garden. I haven't at you do, all. Because I lost 70 pounds doing that, by the way, wow. eating healthy and, and not, I didn't well, even, I mean, I, st I started out, I started out my weight loss journey working out, um, yeah. doing, uh, what's it called? Uh, Shanti's Insanity. Shanti's Insanity. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's part of the Beach Body Fitness program. Um, and then uh, Insanity Max 30. I, I will tell you, Vince, the first two I, or three times that you do this, you will yeah. throw up. Okay. No I've joke. Done, I've done workouts like that. Yeah, um, yeah. High intense, like high intensity workouts. Um, yeah. But uh, it's it's hardcore. So I, I started, you know, I started losing weight then. But in order to keep it off, because you know you you work out and then you stop working out and you gain it back and yeah. you have to you have to do a full lifestyle change you have to eat healthy you have to you know grow your own food that's the most important thing you can do is grow your own food when you start growing your own food and eating the food that you grow yeah. it's a great way to break your sugar addiction oh, everybody yeah. has a sugar addiction everybody in america has a sugar addiction and it is more addictive than than coffee. It's more addictive than cocaine. It's more addictive than heroin. Try breaking your sugar addiction. Yeah. And nowhere near as fun. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> um look. It, you know, it's 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 they the things that they don't tell you, the things that they yeah. push on you all the time that's in everything. Um, you know, everyone's like, oh, you're addicted to cigarettes or oh, you're addicted to alcohol. Like, I don't need to, you know, I don't need to smoke every single day I, I quit cigarettes a while back no problem like I'll, I'll maybe have a glass of wine every once in a while um tell me i i can't put sugar in my coffee you can't put sugar in your coffee if you tell me i can't put sugar in my coffee i might kill you oh. <laughs> i've been doing black coffee religiously look i've gotten and they say that people like me who are really health conscious and really strict are actually um, crazy people. That's what they say. Have you seen oh, these we're articles? We're far right extremists now. Yeah. You know, it used to be like the health con the health conscious people it used to be like the 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 crunchy granola moms, like the far like the liberal <laughs> white left. women that have ruined the world. You know, those were like the crunchy granola moms that they would only eat organic and they Hollywood you know they people. all all that you know. Oh, I need my my low fat soy smoothie with one shot of uh you know your own jizz from Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> but um, you know, they they're they're the ones that no, they lined up to take the jab and now they're all zombie monsters. So um gosh. They I you preach Ooh. that your body is a temple and yet you destroy it with big pharma poison. What is wrong with you? Insane. You know, and with this health stuff, it's hard. I want to encourage people to get into shape and this high interval, uh, high, a uh, high intensity interval training type of workout is great for like fat loss and all this stuff, but it scares the shit out of me because uh, of injuries and stuff like that. And I'm discovering, like I started with just diet, 
right? One thing at a time. I'm not going to quit smoking. I'm not going to quit sugar. I'm not going to do all this, start working out like all at once, right? Because I'll fail. So I'm doing one thing at a time. And uh, with the high intensity stuff, it scares the shit out of me because me, probably like a lot of viewers on here, you don't have full mobility. You're out of shape. You you know, you're just not ready for that kind of thing. You might be have not as much muscle as you need and all this kind of stuff. So what I do and anybody could do this, right? People trip out like, Oh, I'm 50. I can't lift my arm past this or whatever. Start getting the right mindset is the main thing because without that you're fucked. And it's really tough to get into that mindset. Usually there's something like a catalyst, like a near-death experience or, oh, you have cancer or something like that. And people finally decide to make that decision. But if you can make that decision before you have these problems or just decide now, like, okay, I'm kind of on a bad path. Let me let me start eating a little bit. Let me start cutting back on sugar and start the process of, of rebuilding my body and being healthy, preparing for bioweapons, preparing for who knows what's coming down the pike. Um, start with distilled water oh i do that i do buy that. a countertop water distiller they're like a hundred bucks i hate promoting amazon but it's a hundred bucks on amazon they'll deliver it to your door in two days mm -hmm. start distilling your water don't drink tap water don't drink purified water from the store that's tap water by the way um some I've, spring water is okay but they add all kinds of other shit to yeah, it so unless you get like cool. the super expensive volcanic spring water from hawaii which who knows what's in that now um that uh -huh. you know it, it, no distill your own water and start with that i'll tell you what that is a huge 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 key and mm -hmm. then fast start with yeah. intermittent fasting um fasting and prayer is the key to health love it straight out of the bible but uh yeah fasting you know sure. if you fast for now when we've been saying this for literally what two two and a half years now um but now studies are coming out saying that if you fast for and just a straight water fast for two to three days um so up to 72 hours your body goes into autophagy which is self dna repair you start healing you can heal from spike protein damage you can heal from all kinds of things yes and the doctors won't tell you that you heal from these things. They'll say it went into spontaneous remission. Your cancer yeah. disappeared spontaneously. Has you nothing healed. to do with your health yeah. or anything. So, it's just random. No. You know, you said it, it takes a, it takes a, for most people, it takes a, a major event, almost a traumatic event to, as the impetus for that life change. And that's absolutely true. Um, you know, COVID was that kind of traumatic life event for a lot of people. <clears throat> and I quit my, I walked out of my high-speed, high-paying job. I'd been running a hotel for nine years, and I would not bow to their medical tyranny bullshit. And so I, I walked. They said everyone had to get the jab by October 20th, so that was my last day. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, they knew I was leaving. I'm still on good terms with them and everything, but most, a lot of them are dead now, honestly. Um, but, uh, or sick, or disabled. But anyway, um, we sold our house. We moved here like an hour south from where we were. We're still kind of in the suburbs and we're really looking to move to the middle of nowhere, like at a hundred acres. Cool. We'll get to that in a second. But, oh. um, you know, we started a little homestead cause I was out of work and, um, this place is a lot closer to mixed job mm -hmm. and we got chickens and we got ducks and I started a garden and I'd always done container gardening. Right. And I'd always taken care of my mom's gardens and like watered and whatnot. But, um, you know, so I was like, all right, well, I'll switch to an in-ground garden because now I have all this room. So I started a little garden and, uh, and I grew a couple tomatoes and I grew some green beans and I grew some salad and yeah, all my chickens and all my ducks got killed by predators and bugs and the heat killed my garden. And like, oh. it was a miserable failure. And I was like, right. this doesn't work. You know what? Um, and that's something I hear from a lot of full-time mm -hmm. gardeners. They fail all the time, people. All right. All the time. You think you don't have a green thumb? Get more seeds and put them in the dirt. I guarantee you, eventually something's going to grow. Mm -hmm. One year, you're going to just surprise yourself. So don't be deterred by this failure. So, That's uh, how you learn. Well, then Mick had a heart attack. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We kept it pretty quiet, especially at the time. Um, you know, he had brain surgery 18 years ago. That's mm -hmm. a story we've told yeah. quite often. So um, the doctors told me 18 years ago that if they did the surgery, he'd be dead in five years. And if they didn't do it, he'd be dead in two weeks. And I said, you do what you do. I'll do what I do. 
we'll, we'll, I'll win because God always wins. Um, and he's, Mick's not allowed to die unless I kill him. We've, we've determined that a long time ago. So, so, uh, obviously he's still around 18 years later. Um, but he was on so many different big pharma drugs. It wasn't even funny. He, he was on 24 different pills a day. He was on antipsychotics. Um, he was on anti-seizure meds. They had him on Adderall and blood pressure medication at the same time. Whoa. Exactly. Whoa. Like everyone I tell that they're like, whoa. Yeah, because he was so jacked up. He quit. He wouldn't take the pain pills. Like I think he took, um, they gave him a lifetime prescription to oxycodone, like oxycodone um, and oxycontin, whatever. And he was like, no, no. And I think he took it for like two days and he was like, no, I'm not turning into a zombie. Forget that. So he switched to ibuprofen. He took so much ibuprofen that just before his heart attack, he started pissing blood. I mean, he was literally like, it was completely destroying his insides. Yeah. And uh, so then because we moved, he was switching, he was transitioning doctors because we were just, we're in a different area now, a different zone. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to go to the VA to get a refill on his meds, which was the nearest one to us is up in South Carolina because we're actually, we're only like not even an hour from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he went up there and this doctor like, looks at him, looks at his medical records, looks at like his medication request and was like, how many pills do you take a day? And Mick was like, well, you know, all of these. And the doctor said, uh, and this was my, this was right after his heart attack. So he had just had his heart attack and he was going there kind of like for a combination checkup on it. Um, and, uh, to see what process he had to go through to have an ablation done and, um, whatever. So, mm-hmm. The doctor's like, how many, how what, you take all of this? Like there, I'm not giving you more meds on top of this. He goes, what if, what if I told you that I could get rid of all of your medications and replace it with just one thing? And my husband said, I would think you're probably a quack, but go ahead. Tell me what that one thing is. Ooh. And the doctor said, have you ever heard of this nice little thing called marijuana? And he said it just like that. <laughs> my husband goes, my wife's going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now he had to, he had to quit being a firefighter cause he was a firefighter after he retired, but with the heart attack, he had to quit being a firefighter. Hmm. Obviously. Uh, so we went full time installing garage doors and they don't give a shit what he smokes. They don't drug mm-hmm. test him or anything like that. You know, he's, he helped start that company. Um, so, uh, and he's been doing it for five or six years and honestly they all smoke. So, mm-hmm. um, so we, we started doing that. I, I tell you, there is proof that right there that the government is right in bed with the cartels because the weed they sent him home with was the nastiest Mexican dirt weed I've ever seen. Like, I haven't seen no shit like way. that since high school. It okay. was like Mexican brickweed with seeds and stems in it. Yes! <laughs> are, you, are you kidding? No, we're not smoking this. What is this? No. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so anyway, but the thing is when you get when would they prescribe you weed from the VA and they offered him, you know, oil or, um, or flour. And he was like, Oh no, I'll take the flour. He's like, you know, whatever. Um, and that's when they gave him the dirt weed. I think they really try and push the oil, but you have to go for a drug test pretty regularly when, especially with the flour, um, they test you to make sure that you're pissing hot and that you're not selling it. You have oh. to fail the drug test on a regular basis. Interesting. Interesting. So, um, so anyway, so at the same time, I was like, all right, well, we're, if you're going off of all big pharma drugs, anyway, we're going all full, 100% clean. I'm going to grow all of our meds. We're not doing any of this. So for our True Spiracy show at that time, we were actually researching Tartaria. We did a whole... Yeah thing on Tartaria, the lost kingdom of Tartaria, which I think was a millennial kingdom. That's a whole different podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Tartaria, I found Antiquitech and the stuff called Electroculture. And I was like, well, okay, that's cool. And then I was randomly listening to another podcast and um, this lady was talking about crop circles and she was one of the original crop circle researchers. Uh, most of them are dead, have been killed at this point. But anyway, Gosh. yeah, right. Who Imagine knew? that. Right. So, uh, right there with all the holistic doctors. Um, but she said that, uh, 
crop circles aren't made by alien spaceships coming to to land like that's bullshit um Okay. And there's some people, you know, put boards on their feet and walk around in circles. Those aren't crop circles. Those are hoaxes. Right. Uh, real crop circles. Theory? Yeah. They are energy pulses that come up from the earth. And the plants in crop circles, they don't die. They grow 40% bigger. They're pest resistant. They're, uh, they have better moisture control. And the seeds that they produce actually grow 40% bigger as well. Right. They have yeah. all the same qualities. Yeah, I've seen so, this uh, a lot of studies on with electroculture and seed germination. Mm -hmm. That's very yes. So uh, the thing is about crop circles, though, is all real crop circles grow in a Fibonacci sequence in a spiral. And I was like, OK, so mm -hmm. what if I take my electroculture antennas and I put them in a Fibonacci sequence in my garden? What will happen? So let me back up. I see you're yeah, ask, yeah. actually asking people in the chat are asking, what is electroculture? So okay. yeah, very, very there. simple. Thank you. Electroculture is where you take copper wire and you wrap it a pound around a piece of natural wood. Preferably, I mean, depends on the area in a container. It can be 12 to 18 inches tall in the ground, you know, five feet, six feet bigger is better here. Um, and the copper extends up. Uh, you wrap the wire in a spiral around the stick clockwise for the north, counterclockwise for the south. And it works on a flat earth premise. Sorry, Josh, it's how it is. Um, <laughs> the ancients didn't understand that there was a globe. Um, and the copper grabs the excess energy in the ether and it deposits it into your soil. It's essentially light for your roots. It is depositing light energy like a constant wave pulse of energy into your soil so it makes it starts by enriching the soil makes your root mm -hmm. system so incredibly strong like it, usually when i plant a seedling with an antenna i have to move the antenna with the seedling when i plant it in a bigger pot or somewhere else because the roots have wrapped so tightly around the bottom of the antenna that it's mm -hmm. i'm afraid of destroying the root system if i take wow. it apart it yeah just so, loves it you can see that here. Go to, go to that video real quick. So that's... Okay, hold on a sec. These are coffee trees. Oh. Okay. Coffee trees? Coffee trees. Uh, uh, one one with, with... Oh, shit. One one with one electric one and one without. And at the same time, same spot. They're some of my coffee seedlings. I got them at the same time. They were the same size. I planted one in a pot with an Electro Freedom antenna. I planted one without. They've had the same amount of water. Wow. They're actually from the same seedling set that I got. Like I said, they were the same size, planted at the same time. Wow, look at that difference. About a foot difference. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it's, it's a huge difference. difference. Wow. Now, now all of a sudden I'm hearing, hearing myself echoing going on your end. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's from me sharing my screen. It should be okay, okay. now. Okay, there. Cool. All right, good. Yeah, and for the audience, um, I don't think they could hear it. Okay, good. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it, uh, it also, they attract pollinators. Um, my whole, my whole yard is full of dragonflies specifically. Mm -hmm. I have dragonflies everywhere and bumblebees. Fantastic. So many bumblebees and I'm trying to find the hive because mm. I know it's got to be somewhere, you know, within a mile and I want to try and capture it. Um, oh, but God. whatever, I have bumblebees everywhere. Then, uh, the crazy thing about it, though, the way I did it with the Fibonacci sequence, yeah, yeah, is it seems to break up the storms around us. Oh yeah, you mentioned that. It mm -hmm. seems like the storm, the part, the clouds breaks will part. Up over our house, reforms behind us. I want to so try this so bad. I live, I live on a little tiny little island off the coast of Georgia, South Georgia. Okay, we were in the direct path of Hurricane Adalia that came over Florida, you know, and it was hitting South Georgia like that blue dot where it was going to hit. That was us. Um, yeah. So just around the corner, like a block and a half over. Uh, my one of my neighbors lost their entire roof someone else lost the siding it just slid off of their house a huge tree fell across the road it was really cute because this little this teenager saw it happen and he was on the news and like we watched the clip and he was like the only thing i could think to do when it fell was yell timber <sighs> it was very funny because they saw the roots coming up because we were getting 70 mile an hour wind gusts 
70 mile an hour wind gusts. Okay. When I went back out the next day, I had no damage whatsoever. My 14 foot okra was still standing. My eight foot tall Tabasco pepper plants still had a thousand little baby peppers on them. Um, I mean, my, my rickety ass tomato trellises that I literally wove together out of sticks and twine in my garden, um, were all still standing. My 20, five foot electroculture antenna that I have behind my house. That's not nearly as deep as it needs to be. Like I really need to dig it down. I really just have it like six inches in with a couple of bricks around it. That was still standing. Nothing moved. Like it was like there was a bubble around my house and nothing moved. Nothing happened. Before yeah, I remember that, you were worried about that too. You're like, Oh yeah, we're going in. And I was yeah. like, all right. Well. I mean, I pulled, I like, I was pulling everything in, you know, yeah. um, just, just to be, Think I'm why we weren't leaving, but 70 mile an hour wind gusts, you know, a lot of rain, storm surge. I live across the street from the Ogeechee River, um, and my pond was already flooded. My pond has been over flooded for a year, and all of those trees, all of the pine trees that are taller than the width of the pond that would easily, you know, fall across the pond and hit my house. Um, they, all their root systems have been sitting in deep water that they're not used to for over a year because that pond has been so flooded. I fully anticipated losing some trees, not one, nothing mm -hmm. moved. So that's, that's so interesting. Isn't it wild? And then yeah. before that we had, we had a tornado basically skipped over the quarter mile radius of our house. Um, we had a hailstorm, same thing. The, the hail stopped about a quarter mile from our house and picked wow. up again about a quarter mile past our house. <laughs> so Dude, I need to try this. It's insane. So I don't think it it'll worked. stop a tsunami, but it might help a little bit with this uh, Pacific right. Northwest. <laughs> it works. I mean, it, it really works. So uh, your plants grow twice as fast. They grow five times, up to five times bigger. I mean, literally I put seeds in the ground and 40 days later, I was eating green beans that were twice the size of my hand. And they weren't pole beans. They weren't yard long beans. They were just regular string beans Big that beans. were twice the size of my hand. Wow. Um, uh, my cherry tomatoes were, you know, the size of my palm. Um, yeah. My eggplants are like uh, my cucumbers are over a foot long before they started turning wow. yellow. Even I you put know, up 30 jars of pickles, <laughs> 30 jars of pickles off of six cucumber plants. Dang. So. You know what I like too about your garden and uh, you know, a lot of people aren't in the space in their life where they have a lot of land to work with. Like you've created for yourself, which I mean, it's not an easy task. You guys, if you want to do this, you've got to set your path for it and make it happen. Right. Yeah. I, but some people have a little bit of land or no land grown out of a window or not at all. I encourage you grow some house plants, even if it's not edible, grow some things, get used to it. And one thing really cool about Veland's garden, you guys could check it out. If you watch the Saturday show, mm -hmm. uh, freedom gardens, um, it's high density and it's kind of, it's unique. Um, every, and everybody's garden is unique and that's okay. Plant whatever the hell you want, wherever you want, put it together, make it dense, do whatever you want, work with what you got and make it happen. I love the high density aspect of, of your garden and it makes me want to, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm going to plant a lettuce between here and here and hopefully yeah. it doesn't get covered. I'm going to plant some, um, why waste space carrots here. I'm going to plant some onions here in between this and that. And, and let's see if it makes it through or if it gets smothered out or what. And it's just so fun. It's so you fun. don't need to plant traditional rows of carrots. Like, oh, I've got one box, right? That that's just carrots marching in a row, and then another one with onions, and another one with you know. Oh, I've got one trellis here with cucumbers and nothing else on it. I have um, a couple. I take you know cattle panels and fold them in half and mm -hmm. make a big arch out of it, um, and I'll put two of them together. Well, so like a trellis. Um, yeah, exactly. For a trellis. So on one of my cattle panels and I'll stick a, an electroculture, I actually put them near my Fibonacci sequence, but, um, the one that's further away, I just stuck an electroculture antenna near it just to help things grow. But the, the one that's right next to it, um, I have Kentucky pole beans, cucumbers, uh, loofah and gourds all growing on the same trellis. And then loofah. underneath I have bush beans growing inside and i just wow. make a little pathway going through and then herbs in between those what's um, 
uh, literally, it's it, you can grow your own sponges. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah you grow your own sponges. Ooh. So, um, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sponges don't always come. Lufas, lufa sponges are, come from plants. Um, not all sponges come from the ocean. So, yeah, <laughs> love it. Pretty wow. cool. Too cool. <clears throat> really encouraging me to get my butt out there in the dirt. I've kind of been slacking on the gardening. Uh, well, not really. We have, we're doing good. We're planting a lot and we got a greenhouse put up this year. And so we're getting ready for that wintertime grow mm-hmm. season. But, well, that's, uh, and that's the other thing about electroculture. So mm-hmm. when you use an electroculture antenna, you don't need to use pesticides. You don't need to use chemical fertilizers. Um, mm-hmm. You just need the antenna. It, it attracts spiders, which spiders are a gardener's best friend, right? I mean, there's so many here. There, it's fantastic. Oh my uh, god! Oh, I had this giant banana spider. He was awesome. Ooh. Yeah, he was so cool. Uh, he was in my sweet potato Gosh. garden. I loved it. Um, but uh, if you plant your antenna in the ground, if you're someplace where it, it gets cold, like where you are, I mean, down here it doesn't get cold, but up north, if you can still dig a six inch, you know, or even really just a six inch hole in the ground or, you know, a a one foot hole in the ground. If it's not completely frozen, which most places it shouldn't be yet. You can stick your antenna in there now and just leave it there for the entire winter. And it will spend the winter rejuvenating your soil. And then come the spring, you won't have to till. Hmm. No till, no till garden. I don't like tilling. Plant because it destroys all of your your good natural biome for your soil. It literally destroys your soil health. Like you should not till. You should find a way to to do it without tilling. You One plant thing a cover I like, crop. Um, uh, you know, you can just throw some red or white clover down. Like plant a cover crop, even a whole bunch of herbs. One thing um, I do, I don't like to till because mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's labor intensive. Yeah. Uh, maybe in the beginning, if I'm going to. If you're first breaking ground for a garden or something, that's different. But yeah, yeah. and I'll I'll break out the heavy equipment for that, like an excavator. But what I do is I'll just like use like a pitchfork or something and break it and like loosen the soil a little bit, but keep Mm -hmm. it all where it is. That's the most I'll do just to kind of loosen things up. But yeah, I let my chickens in there, so you know when we when we turn turn the gardens because my gardens go. My last harvest is really just before Christmas, Mm -hmm. Um, and then. I start again in February. So <laughs> there's like six weeks where I'm not in the gardens. And in those six weeks, I, I open them up and I let the chickens run through there. So they, you know, they basically till the soil for me, but they do it all naturally because there's 25 of them. So, you know, they have a blast. Um, and while well, chicken poop is, is, uh, what they call a, a hot, uh, compost, right? You yeah. can't put it directly on your, your plants cause it'll kill them. Yeah, it has to sit, it has to be cured, but you can turn it, you know, with the compost. So once they do that in the garden, you just rake it out and throw it in your compost box and you're good to go. Um, but when you put an electroculture antenna in there, then again, you don't have to till come the spring, you literally just put your seeds in the ground and you just watch them explode. And they grow so fast and so big and so healthy. And the food is like, it's so much, seriously, so much more nutritious. My 11 year old came and did Freedom Gardens with me a couple uh-huh. weeks ago. And he, he straight up said, he was like, I can eat less and be fuller longer and everything tastes better. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. So that's, that's like me. It's like somebody got me fried chicken for lunch yesterday and I told them, they're like, well, just pick the fried part off. I'm like, it's all soaked in this stuff. I'd rather so- just <laughs> wait a little bit. I'd rather just wait a little bit and eat later than eat this fried food. I'm sorry. It's just when you've eaten good food, you know what it is. You don't want to poison yourself any longer. That's so yep. good to learn that at, at such a young age. When I mean, look at us. We're <laughs> you know we killed ourselves half our lives, and we're all just discovering all this stuff. We've all probably kind of known, but here we are finally actually uh, making these changes. Um, so I, I spent the last year really like when i found electroculture i started that that was one of the reasons that we started the freedom garden show like i wanted to teach people how to do this right and document our progress see if it worked which obviously it did incredibly well and encourage people to do it themselves empower people to grow their own food uh and a lot of people did a lot of people would you know email me message me whatever and be like oh my god my gardens are amazing I, i had so much um 
you know, this is incredible. But then a lot of people were like, I don't have access to natural wood, you know, um, where do I even find copper wire or I'm, I'm too busy or like, I'm just lazy. Can you just make, can you just make me a magic plant wand? Like, can you just make me a magic plant wand for my plants? And I was like, I mean, okay. Uh, You know, I'll think about it. And then a couple of weeks ago, literally three weeks ago, I was walking the dogs and the neighbor stopped me and she was like, all right, what'd you do? I said, I'm sorry. What? She was like, what have you guys done? Because you've been here, not you've been here two years. And <laughs> what did you do? We've yeah. had no storm damage from anything at all. And normally we get slammed. What did you do? And I was like, oh, I used electroculture. And she said, you used electro what? <laughs> and I was like, and so I explained to her what electroculture was. And she was like, you know, I was really, I was thinking about, I needed to start a garden, at least an herb garden. Cause I use a, a lot of herbs when I cook, she goes, and I started doing research and I got overwhelmed and I was going to come to you anyway and ask you, if you could help me. Uh, but now I'm going to ask, can you build me one, one of these gardens, yeah. one of these electroculture gardens and I'll pay you. And I was like, you know what? All right. You're like the, the icing on the cake. And I had the idea and I went and started calling people actually called the called the marketer called my guy that does my logos um you know like reached out even before i called mick i like basically got everything rolling (laughs) bought a website you know got it going and then i was like oh hey babe we're starting a business um we're gonna make electroculture antennas for people and he was like all right go forth and prosper have fun you know um he's incredibly supportive all the time and i went looking online to see if anyone else was doing it Mm -hmm. so you know of course i went to amazon because that's where everyone goes and uh, people will sell 12 inch or 18 inch electroculture antennas. Uh, you know, obviously, with they're all, they all look the same. They're bamboo. Right. They buy a, you know, six pack of bamboo steaks for five bucks. They wrap some copper around it and they turn around and sell each one for, you know, $5. Mm-hmm. Where did that bamboo come from? What was it treated with? What kind of chemicals was it grown in? You know, how is it? Uh, uh, no. Um, and the largest one is 18 inches. Okay, that's okay for a container, but remember, I said bigger is better. Like, if you're doing an in-ground garden, an 18-inch antenna isn't going to do squat for you. You need at least five feet. Mm. So I said, okay, I can do this. I look to see how long I can ship. What's the longest yeah. thing I can ship? It's 108 inches. Okay, wow, all the way around, right? It has to be 108 <laughs> inches length, all and all the way around. So. Oh, I see. Uh, Right. And then I I looked at pricing and I was like, look, here's the thing. I have three acres of natural wood, right? Um, I actually was able to access copper wire. It kind of was very serendipitous. It just literally almost fell into my lap for next to nothing. Funny how that happens. Uh Um, Uh-huh. I learned too. You could use any size gauge, some people say. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. I I use I'll use a I use a sixteen gauge for the smaller ones, twelve, eighteen, you know, thirty inch antennas. Um, but for the larger ones, I'll use it up to a twelve gauge. Anything bigger than that, you're just asking for someone to steal it. Good I'm sorry, it it gets it's expensive. You know, you're gonna yeah. put a big thing of copper tubing. You don't need it. You're just asking for a thief. So uh, anyway, so I, I I started looking and I was like, okay. Well, what does it cost me? I mean, and don't get me wrong, they're labor intensive because when I make these, mm-hmm. I found that no matter how old the piece of wood is, when I wrap copper around it and put it in the ground, it often regrows. So like I have a crepe myrtle growing in the middle of one of my tomato trellises oh, that's right so now. Funny, they root. The actual stick will root. I have a crepe myrtle growing in the middle of my tomato trellis right now. <laughs> that is so interesting. So uh because it's- it just it brings back to life. So what I do you know with what? Them- the chances <laughs> of, by the way, a st- if you get a stick that's apparently dead and you put it in the ground, there is a chance it will root, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not that high, <laughs> you know, it's pretty mm-hmm. low percentage. So that's phenomenal. Wow. Yep. So, uh, so what I do is I cut it to size. So, you know, I find a, a likely branch, a likely tree. I, I have literally piles of them around my yard. Um, cause 
we get to, we get to burn our own stuff here. Like we don't get to bag it and have them pick it up. Like we get to burn. Um, I can't burn that much. I'll burn my whole damn property down. Wow. <laughs> my fire pit's not that big because I came in and I like I cleared up the land. Like I cleared the you know cleared it up and and I try and maintain my land, my property because I'm, I don't want to be like California. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's important to maintain your land and clear your land. And we have so much, it grows so fast. I mean, everything grows fast down here anyway, but, um, you know, trees repopulate so quickly, sweet gums and crepe myrtles and things like that. They grow themselves really quickly. Princess trees, princess trees, huge. They're all over. Um, so uh, I, I cut it to size, then I sand it. So I get all the, you know, splinters and the knobbies and whatnot off, um, Obviously, you know, trim any extra branches and whatnot. So I sand it down. I drill a hole in the top and the bottom. Um, then I mark it at the line where you should put it in the soil. So four inches for a 12 inch, six inches for anything up until you get into the in-ground antennas. And then it's a foot. And that's really just for stability. So I like, I burn a circle around um, so you can see where it goes. And I put like an arrow pointing down so you know this goes down. And uh, and then I rub the hole the top of it with tongue oil to try and prevent regrowth. Oh, you know, wow. organic natural tongue oil just to try and inhibit regrowth. It's, I mean, it, it honestly could happen anyway, but um, just, and it makes it look prettier, you know? So yeah, shine it up a bit. Yeah, exactly. Cause tongue oil makes it look really nice. Um, and then I wrap it with copper based on your location. So if you're in a place where it snows in the winter, then I wrap it clockwise. If you're in a place where it doesn't snow in the winter, I wrap it counterclockwise. So every antenna is handmade to order. Okay. Um, and I charge my, my most expensive single standing antenna at seven feet is $50. Nice. So yeah. And all that's on, uh, uh, what is the website? Electrofreedom.com. Electrofreedom.com. Yep. Um, And I am, I am running a promo code right now. Um, if you use promo code freedom at checkout, you spend $25 and you get a free 12 inch antenna. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Check it out. Electrofreedom.com. Somebody was asking too, where do you get your seeds? And I know you have on electrofreedom.com. Yep. At the very bottom, Survival Essentials. They yep. have great seed packs. That's what you want. Uh, a good variety. Check it out and you could save and uh Yeah, save support. 10% with promo code Defiant. It's survival-essentials.com. There you go. And electrofreedom.com will link you there as well if you scroll to yep. the bottom. And yep. uh, that's where you could follow Patriot Party Podcast, see more of Mick and Vlin's shows. And every weekend, Freedom Gardens, you guys, one of my favorite shows. I don't watch a lot of stuff, Vlin, but that's one that I will tune into and join you anytime. It's just, uh, and I, I think I'm it's good. over the winter. I'm probably going to scale Freedom Gardens back to every other weekend okay. um, because uh, I mean, we'll see. Just sure. I know, like this weekend, we're we're doing a yard sale on Saturday because I need to clear out my pool house so that I have um, a better workspace for this. Um, so I'm not working in the yard with the chickens all the time. It's great. I love it, but not when it's raining. So I've been working in the rain the last two days. I'll probably be out there today too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little rough. And then, um, you know, then we'll be back the following weekend, um, for freedom gardens and the, the weekend after that. And then I, I'm, I'm actually doing a, uh, a farmer's market in, I think the 21st of October, whatever that third Saturday is in October. So that's cool. Anyway. There's like a local farmer's market that's starting up here. That's, I was like, well, I can do that. So that's yeah. good. So, yeah, just trying to get the word out. And I really, you know, I want to empower people. Oh, and I was saying before too. So, yeah, yeah. um, the other reason that I started freedom gardens was to also document how we healed my best friend, Heather from a jab injury mm-hmm. using distilled water, cardio miracle, farm, fresh eggs, uh, mm-hmm. all natural diet. And like her energy is just gone. She went from basically spending every day, all day in bed for months on end to being like the freaking energizer bunny again. Wow. Which is what she always was. Um, so she love decided it. she wanted a cow. Okay. Mm-hmm. She fell in love with these mini Highland cows. Oh, she, she wanted a cow. I, I, I can't, I can't have a cow. She's like, well, then we need a farm. 
Okay. <laughs> so she started a 501c3, a nonprofit bioregenerative farm as a refuge for survivors of abuse. Um, wow. Children, you know, kids transitioning out of foster care, people that need a hand up, not a hand out. That is so wonderful. A hand up. Like they need a place to go where they can learn how to be self-sufficient and, and regain their confidence and work with animals, all of the animals, all the animals, therapy animals, all the animals. Um, and then also helping veterans with PTSD because of course yeah. with Mick and we've come so far with him, you know, he regained the feeling in his foot since Gosh. we got him off of the, all, all the big pharma drugs and got him on an all natural diet. Uh, he can feel his foot again after 18 years, he could feel his foot again. So, I mean, it's wild. Wow. Your body can heal. You can regenerate neural pathways. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. So in an effort, but you know, so we started it, well, we got the whole 501c3 set up on paper. It's all great. And then we were looking for money because mm -hmm. we need money to buy the land. No one wants to give money. Everyone's broke. Um, you know, here and there, they're like, oh, you know, I'll give $1,000, whatever. So anyway, so we're planning an event for the fall, mm -hmm. um, doing like an online auction and then oh. doing a big event and trying to get, you know, musicians together to come play, do a farmer's market, food trucks, that kind of a thing for it come probably between Thanksgiving and Christmas okay. to raise money to buy the land so that we can move to 100 acres in the middle of nowhere and get the hell out of the suburbs. All of us. Um, and uh, so... All of the profits from Freedom mm -hmm. Gardens, electroculture, goes mm -hmm. to Mama H's Farm for a Better Tomorrow, the oh, 501c3 wow. bioregenerative farm for survivors. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. cool. We're going to have to revisit that. Yeah, we uh, got a lot going on. It never ends. That's that's wonderful. I love that. And I know that out here in Washington, call me Washington State, they do have stuff like that where it's therapy animals and, yeah. um, you know, autistic kids will go over there or just it's a therapeutic type of thing. And that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I do want to say this, though, about the distilled water. I've been on that. I've been doing a lot of distilled water or I'll do water with electrolytes added. That's previously distilled but then just rejuvenated with a little bit of electrolytes. Electrolytes are very important. So you need your salt. You need all of your various electrolytes as well if you're doing distilled water. And it will it'll just help you tremendously with the, just everything hydration. So remember your electrolytes. Anyway, that's just a quick note on uh, water. Yeah, there. I never used and, to drink water. And now I, I that's it. I drink distilled water with Cardio Miracle all day long. Me too. And, you know... I don't miss the sugar drinks and the juice and this and that. It's just, you feel much better. No, um, I do love my honestly, coffee though. Me too. And I will say this about coffee. Coffee dehydrates you. So when you drink coffee, you should be drinking like two or three times as much water. Yeah. And with electrolytes because yeah. it's a diuretic, it makes you piss and it just empties you out. So that's just the reality, folks. When you get your coffee, when I go and I order a coffee, like today I went and got a coffee because I was in town, and uh, I always order a large water with it, and then I drink more water on top of that, and they mm -hmm. usually give it to you for free. And if, you, if you're at home, and obviously you just do your water. But yeah, drink a lot of water, folks. It's very important. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, y'all. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, continue following your journey here with electrofreedom.com, your gardens, the farm. So cool. I mean, that's kind of all our dreams. Like, let's just get land. We'll be self-sufficient. Kind yeah. of where we're at. We're like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm almost looking at it as like a Patriot refuge, honestly. Like there's, there's a lot of the number of people that want to come and move on the farm and people with, you know, people with skills. Like I got a blacksmith a farrier coming out, you know, who wants to come. Um, and, uh, but cool. I mean, all kinds of, all kinds of people's, all kinds of skills. Like we're going to set up our own community. Of course, Mick was joking, sort of. He was like, you know, I think someone tried that before. Oh yeah. They called it Waco. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, that's not funny. Don't say that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, that's so cool. So yeah, uh, so we're that's that's our goal. That's what we're working towards. So that um, in two years, when our kid has graduated from high school, we want to be out of here. 
gone. If we even make it two years, honestly, like mm-hmm. I don't even know if the world's still going to be here in two years. Cause I'm thinking like the fall of man is yeah. going to happen after the fall. So depends how many zombies are attacking you at the time, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. And when God decides to rain fire down on us. Could be. Yeah. yeah. Who knows, man. You know, but all we could do is, uh, work Grow your own food. Yeah. Eat healthy until then. Seriously, folks. And uh, coming up here, I think I'm going to have a friend of mine on here who is uh, on his own fitness journey and uh, getting into it. And it's just really, you guys, it helps other people get into uh, good habits and, you know, gardening and healthy habits and things. It helps to have people like VLIN in your feed because it encourages you and it puts you, it, it just, it's good feedback instead of something negative or something else surround yourself with the things in the direction you want to go. Right. And so that's why I want to talk to people that are into this kind of stuff. And it helps me when I see this stuff in my feed, I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it keeps me focused and on the right track. I mean, we got to pay attention to what we take in because it affects what we put out. <laughs> yeah. We try and lead by, by example. Cause if you don't, then why follow anyone if they don't lead by example? Um, but at the same time, mm-hmm. last week, I want to say it was like last Wednesday or Thursday, mm-hmm. I I was so done with the news. Like I was just so, everything is just regurgitated. Everything is a reiteration of something like that we've seen before. I was watching Liana's show that morning oh, yeah. and there was some breaking news. And I was like, we learned this six months ago. Like, how is this breaking news? It's, it's the same stuff over and over again. I literally stopped a clip in the middle of the clip and I was like, I'm done. Nope, never mind. You know what? I'm completely done with the news because you guys, we all know all of this, everything that they're coming out with. And they're so shocked and appalled and blah, blah, blah. And all these studies. I'm like, we've said this for two and a half years. There is nothing new here. It's the same playbook. It's the same stories. We broke it two years ago. And now you're finally coming up and saying, Oh, look at this. Well, we already knew that. So what's the point of covering it? You're just beating a dead horse. Um, and uh, yeah, I had I went on a little rant and kind of kind of lost it. And Mick's like, "Well, I guess we're changing the format of the whole show then." So. <laughs> wow, you know, you're so right. You're so right, um, and it's kind of nice uh, to disconnect from the news cycle today. I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we could totally have gone into all of it, but you know what, you guys, we need to have balance in our lives, which is why we unplug on the weekends, yeah. and. Uh, and why Velen reads the good book every morning and all these kinds of things. Diversify. Don't focus on all this uh, news and negativity. Work on what you can affect in your life, right? Work on exactly. what you can directly affect. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself mad uh, or more mad. We're all a but little crazy now. You know, you'll be in good company, but we got to try to mitigate it. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Wow. We could get into that like on fringe or something one day. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, man? Anyway, we're about out of time here. I'm sure you're a busy woman and I'm a busy man and everyone listening has stuff to do too. So let us know again where we could find, find you the podcast, the uh, freedom gardens, electroculture supplies Mm -hmm. and antennas and seeds and all that. And then we'll, uh, Um, if you just go to electrofreedom.com, the links for everything is the bottom there. Of course, uh, you can you can spend your whole day with us, basically. Well, eight thirty in the morning, I do the good book, um, reading the Bible. That's eight thirty Eastern, and then uh, five thirty or five forty-five for the pre-show of the Patriot Party podcast. Six p.m. for the start of the show, except on Tuesdays because we start early because Josh comes on early. Um, so, uh, and then electrofreedom.com. Remember promo code Freedom. Uh, spend twenty five dollars, get a free. 12 inch antenna. It's great for starting seeds um, for small pots, that kind of thing. So, um, and we'll have sign up for the email and we'll have all kinds of promotions coming up. I'm going to be adding new products again. This is like, this is my soft launch right now. Mm -hmm. I came up with this idea three weeks ago um, and I'm going to spend the winter building inventory and making new things. And, and uh, come the spring, there'll be a huge push then. So sign up for the email. So you get notified when we have new products and promotions and, and all that good stuff. So electrofreedom.com awesome and by the way there's go check it out aside from the antennas there's like a non-toxic laundry detergent Mm -hmm. yeah non-toxic peppermint eucalyptus laundry detergent and helps keep those buggies away that's what i find um 
the bugs are so bad here in the South that the peppermint, you know, peppermint's great, a great pest repellent. Um, peppermint eucalyptus works really well together to keep the bugs away without having to, you know, spray deed on you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't yeah. trust that people will just get this. I'm like, I'm not spraying this chemical on me. I'd rather just take my chances and get bit by mosquitoes. Yep. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on, Velen. You're always welcome here on Coffee. Thanks. Um, Thank you to all of the Red Pill family over there sending us donations and uh, uh, participating in this conversation. We've got, I want to give some thank yous here. Uh, Lisa donated three ice cream. Alan at God wins. Alex gifted a cookie evening, Vincent family. Evening to you. Thank you so much. Uh, Lori, three lemons. Dean the Bean, a diamond. Good morning. Dean the Bean, good to see you this morning. Thank you. And Cajusps gifted a can. Thank you. And Boyd gifted a diamond, donated a diamond over on DLive. Thank you so much. Hope you all enjoyed the show today. Let us know in the comments over on Rumble or if you're on the social red pill or private social network. Uh, you know, let me know how you're doing. Uh, Cajusps, we are living in Groundhog Day, ready for a change. There you go. All right, my phone's starting to ring. We got things to do. I'll be back in the studio later and tune in this afternoon to the Patriot Party podcast and tonight to the Daily Dose, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks again, Velen, for joining. Everybody, Thank take you. care. God bless and Godspeed. Bye. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patch the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.